At T-Mobile, we believe in putting people first by treating them right. So we're upping the benefits without upping the price. Introducing Magenta Max, now with unlimited premium data that can't slow down based on how much smartphone data you use. Plus, get Netflix on us. Right now, pay zero cost to switch. And bring your phone. We'll pay it off up to $650 bucks only at T-Mobile. Activate up to 4K or video streams at 480p. Up to 40 gigs high-speed tethering. $650 via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Simmons support charges waived. Receive Netflix standard with two lines. This is Liz Colburn, host of Invited. Thanks for checking out the following podcast on Public House Media. Wonderful. Okay. Hello, everyone. It's No Filter Friday on Public House Media, and I'm sitting here with a LaCroix and some juicy tidbits, and we're announcing our giveaway winner um, later after we're done talking about um, talking about all this juice. So uh, stick around for that, um, because that was a fun giveaway to do. And, you know, I really wish this looked nicer. I cannot express to you in words how much I cannot stand um, this new Facebook Live situation. Like, it looks terrible to me. Like, absolutely terrible. Hang on, let's see if we can move around a bit. I'm going to move this. I've been doing so much work in this chair, at this desk. It is... I I don't want to say it's frightening because I'm happy with the work that I'm doing, but... Oh... I would show you my desk, but it's shameful. Anyway, I can see people coming in. Can you can you leave a comment so I know that it's you? Yay, Sound and LaCroix. Oh, thank God for David Bobke. Thank God. Okay, I'm going to take a second to share the show. Because sharing is caring, and that's what we do around here. That's what we do around here. Okay. Share the show. Share the show. And Alexa's here. Wonderful. Okay, wonderful. I just need to hit share. That's all I need. I don't need to watch myself. I just want to hit share. That's all I want. Anytime now, Facebook. Anytime. Oh, so painful. There it is. Great. Announcing. Give away winner. Post. Post, post, post. Okay, perfect. Great. Wonderful. So, the things that we shall cover this evening are, um, number one, we're going to talk about this new HR service that just opened. These ladies just opened, and it seems really, really interesting. Um, I found an article about what they've been doing, and it seems, um, it seems really, really cool. If you listen to the podcast with, um, Ryan Sorsha, um, the guy that does Jado, the app. Um, this is kind of like a corporate diet version of that, I guess you could say. Um, not necessarily for predators, but just for like sexual harassment in the workplace, like dynamic, which is really, really cool. I can see people coming in. Can you announce yourself so I know who you are? And I'm not sitting here lonely, please. Um, because for all I, now all I can see is David Bobkey, and that is for as much as I love David Bobkey, that's just sad. 
So we're going to talk about that. And then, hello, people coming in. I can't see who you are unless you leave me a comment. Um, and then we're going to talk about some of these um, international pedophile ring busts, which, of course, is always my favorite topic, especially during Corona time, because Corona time is pedophile ring bust time. And then at the end, we're going to do our giveaway announcement for, oh, I should hold this box upside correctly. Um, we're going to give these collecting hoops that conveniently look like handcuffs. Um, we're going to give these away at the end of the show. So, okay, let's get into this, um, this HR thing. So we have talked ad nauseum on this show and, you know, the world in general about Oh, what is going to happen with me too? How is that changing us? Is anything getting done? Is anything happening? What is this new hashtag me too era that we're living in? Because hashtag me too will last longer than coronavirus and the coronavirus is not going anywhere anytime soon. Or the hype, I shouldn't say the virus, but like the hype around it. So let's talk about this for a hot second. So this came from benefitnews.com and I thought it was really interesting and it just came out this morning. This woman... Six months after reflection on what happened led her to this woman, Jana Morin, uh, her to co-found with an old feel, an old friend of workplace mistreatment and resources platform called Speakfully. Together they sought to help organizations navigate emotional landmines as much as employees who need to document abusive behavior without fear of retribution. It helps both sides, she says, nothing the importance of building a culture of trust, accountability, and safety. The employee is able to come forward with all the necessary information, but it also gives an organization what they need to investigate and take action. Um, so basically what Speakfully does, um, because on the heels of Harvey Weinstein, um, American company saw like 20% influx in their um, like increase of sexual harassment claims. Um, so this is like a like a problem across the board and the um, Employment of Equal Opportunity Commission is trying to like sort this out and like everybody's trying to deal with it in some way, shape or form. Um, and apparently last year, employers paid out $68.2 million in settlements for these cases. So like, get you some software so you don't have to do this or you can try not to. So the company isn't held liable, but the um, but the perpetrator is because perpetrators should be held liable. Um, so anyway, what this does is that apparently it's a little bit expensive. It's for bigger companies with like more than a thousand employees. Um, but the idea is, is that it helps employees and employers document um, happenings between the two. Um, so that way everything is like time stamped and, you know, they have receipts. Everybody, you need receipts. You're going to have to have more receipts than Kim Kardashian to get anything done. And it helps both parties kind of like, um, like body cams on cops do because if one person says something and it didn't happen, like there's recourse on the other side. Or if somebody says something and it did happen, there's well-documented evidence to be submitted as proof of these claims. So all of that's really, really important. So if you have a bigger company or if you're an HR person, I would like to, I would like to know what you think about this, um, this speakfully technology that they put together for um, 
for these for age, you know, for HR purposes in the time of hashtag me too. So I think that's interesting. Now to the tea. So good. Such oh, to quote Wendy Williams, it's exceptionally good tea. So apparently, Belgium. Um, Europe cracks down on global pedophile ring. This was published on Saturday, April 4th. Belgian authorities working in partnership with Europol have convicted four suspects as part of an ongoing international probe into pedophile rings that abuse children just a few months old. Federal police in Belgium see on Tuesday that a court in Brussels has convicted four men in one of the largest cases of sexual abuse of minors ever known, with authorities cooperating on investigations into further, further suspects across no less than 44 countries worldwide. This is a big ring, folks, and it doesn't surprise me that it came from Belgium, and here's why. Back when I was researching my documentary for trying to find people to um, interview, I ran into a few people, some of which I'm still friends with, but I ran across the story of this woman who was trafficked as a child and she was a um, victim and survivor of satanic ritual abuse. Now, I'm a big advocate of using the term survivor if somebody went through it and they survived because there is not very many people in this world that survive human trafficking, survive sex crimes, survive SRA and live to tell the tale. Victim, survivor, two different things. But in my opinion, this lady was definitely both. Still alive, but, you know, SRA is a doozy. So apparently she was, a, this woman was abducted when she was a small child, probably around five. And she told this vividly awful story of being taken to some disgusting party in, um, in Brussels, in Belgium. And how the seven-year-old that she was, they like chained her up on a stage and like made her eat a bowl of human feces as the entertainment for some party. So the fact that this story comes out of Brussels does not surprise me one bit because they get up to some nasty stuff over there. And what else? What else is in Brussels? Oh yeah, the seat of the EU. Surprise, surprise. That's not a coincidence, kids. Anyway. The probe began in 2015 after one of the men was caught taking photos of children playing naked on a beach in Belgium. His arrest led police to another suspect in the town of Wetteren in East Flanders. Sounds terrible. Where they discovered more than 15 terabytes of child abuse images. Don't know if you know how big a terabyte is, but this is a this 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 holds a terabyte. This is my um my hard drive from Snapchat. So imagine this plus 14 more sitting in some guy's living room with child porn on it. And God knows to what to varying degrees. The database reportedly contained more than 9 million pictures and videos. Police described the quantity of images and the footage as unprecedented with mostly male victims all under the age of 13, some as young as a few months old. What did I tell you when we got the Jeffrey Epstein situation and we started uncovering St. James Island and all this stuff. If the ages are going to get younger and younger and younger. And finally, finally in April, we're starting to talk about infants. How wonderful. We're finally getting there, kids. Let me scroll back up. 
few months old. The investigative body claimed that the abuse was particularly serious and that in addition to physical injuries, they might cause significant psychological damage to the victims, marking them for life. Obvi. That's not... <sighs> goes without saying, or at least it should. And added to that, being exposed to such disgusting images and messages on a daily basis was hard for even veteran investigators. So far, your poll has assisted Belgian police in identifying 90 suspects, 24 of whom were located in Belgium and at least 110 of their victims. Four of the suspects convicted on Tuesday, including the man who was caught taking photographs on the beach, received sentences ranging from five to 16 years. Belgian press agency Belga reported the fifth defendant is reportedly ongoing psychological evaluation. Now, five to 16 years is not enough in any country. There's no if, ands, or buffs about that. However, for Europe, especially somewhere in the Benelux region, five to, not enough years, isn't it right, Aussie? Isn't it right? Somewhere in the Benelux region, that's actually a ton. Another thing that I, uh, did what another interview that we had on the documentary was um this guy that was in prison or he had been released from prison in germany and he went to prison for attempted murder and he was only um sentenced to four years for attempted murder because like europeans especially scandinavian countries do not believe in like these long sentences like the united states is like really one of the only countries that does these long prison sentences and you know what i'm so sick to death of hearing about like oh the poor non-violent criminals oh just let them go no the things that some of these disgusting places consider non-violent crime will make you vomit i digress <sighs> among the defendants three are from belgium while one is from the netherlands and another from the uk corned child focus and anti-abuse ngo that means non-government organizations it's like kind of the same it's like a equivalent to an npo in the united states they were reportedly under 40 and either have children themselves or work with minors we have talked about grooming that's the grooming thing the oh my god i can't believe this person would do that they were a kindergarten teacher or they were a bus driver or they were a soccer coach or whatever or like um they were a u.s olympic gymnic gymnast team physician you get in these places to have access to your kids watch yourself Okay, they attempted, um, the men reportedly filmed themselves abusing several children and later added the recordings to the database. They attempted to establish predatory contact with minors through such social media sites as Omegle. I've never heard of this, but apparently it's probably a thing in Europe. Child Focus, which acted as a civil party on the trial on behalf of the unidentified victims, criticized the exceptional softness of the indictment. Many of the suspects will have uh, time served in preventative detention deducted from their sentences. How disgusting is that? The NGO claims that the risk of repeat offending from abusers is high, which it is. They're not they're not playing games with that. Adding the slap the sentences are a slap in the face for all the victims. Totally. Can you imagine being a small child or an infant and having someone not only sexually abuse you, rape you, molest, God knows, film it and then sell it. And you have to live your whole life with this looming over you. And that person got five to 16 years. Whoop-de-doo. In some cushy European prison. 
it gives a totally wrong signal to potential potential um, perpetrators and general public. Belgium has attracted criticism over the past few decades for its perceived permissiveness towards major child sexual exploitation scandals. A recent Amnesty International survey estimated that one in four under 19 in the country had been a victim of rape and 53% of such cases never made it to trial. Isn't that interesting how we're in Brussels, the seat of the EU, that they dictate to every single country within Europe, like, save for now the UK and Switzerland, um, that they have such problems abusing children that they just can't keep themselves from perpetrating sex crimes against kids? Hmm. So very, very strange. Sick Benelux freaks. This is, okay, this is where it gets really good. This is the extra, this is the, this is the milk and the tea. According to your poll, the crackdown has also led to trials in other countries like Australia, where the suspect was recently sentenced to 15 years in prison. The sting dubbed Operation Gargamel after the villain from the children's television program, The Smurfs, continues as authorities from all around the world cooperate in identifying other victims and suspects. This is the type of thing that we need to be talking about. Hang on, somebody else is commenting and I can't see who it is because I'm going to look at my phone. Okay, wonderful. I know nobody wants to like really fully admit it, but I think at this point, if you're not really seeing the cracks in this whole, oh my God, coronavirus pandemic yet, you will this week. It's bound to happen. If you haven't seen it yet, you're going to see it happen. And there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes that have everything to do with all these international arrests of all different varieties. I talk about, you know, the sex crime related situations on this show because I have to stay on topic because we talk about hashtag me too. That's what we do on this show. Um, but as a reminder, as soon as Saudi Arabia closed its borders, they arrested almost 300 of their government officials for fraud. Things are going down and they don't have anything to do with the little bug nothing to do with them so even though coronavirus is like absolutely hands down dominating our news cycle dominating our brains dominating every second of the day um don't let stuff like this pass you by because there are places out there that are not the mainstream media that are just giving you a recounting of things that have already happened. Um, they're not putting any emotions or spin on it, but they're just telling you what happened. So keep an eye out for those things. And when you see them, talk about them. We've already talked coronavirus to death. There's, I mean, it's just, you're just talking in circles anyway. There's really no point in doing it. So if you see things from decent sources that are not corona related, talk about them. A, because they're probably topics that need to be discussed. And B, we've got to get out from underneath this absolutely inundation with this, this virus and this whole, you know, global pandemic zombie apocalypse that we're living under because you know we went from pedo apocalypse to zombie apocalypse and 
even though I have talked at length with Max Brooks about, you know, the event of a zombie apocalypse, I think this is what it really means. I think the, um, you know, the mindless sauntering and just hive mind group think like kind of, um, if you ever saw that Will Smith movie, I am legend, um, kind of like that. Like, I think this is the zombies that we're seeing. Like, those are the real zombies. Like, the people that are having, like, full-on fist fights in the store over toilet paper, when you know good and well, just by looking at these fools, that they don't even have the sense to wipe from front to back, those are the zombies, kids. Those are the zombies. They can't, you cannot convince me otherwise. Like, the, the brainless lockstep, those are it. Those are the zombies. The going after each other's throats, the eating each other's brains. That's actually a saying in other, um, it's like an expression in other languages is like eating someone's head. Like, it's kind of like um, jumping down their throat. It's kind of like the same thing. And I think, um, I think that really rings true in these, in these trying, difficult times. So that's my, 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 I'm pleading with you as an audience. And I don't even feel like you're an audience because I do this show live for a reason. We're talking to each other because we love each other. We're, we've been doing this for years now. This is a long standing, this is this long-term serious relationship. Um, when you see other things to talk about that are not coronavirus, please talk about them because A, they've made it through the news cycle, which is really, really hard to do right now because it's dominated. And um, B, it's probably important stuff and it'd be good for your Someone had to say somebody about the people, the toilet paper, and I'm glad it was you. You know what, Greg? I'm here for you, baby. I'm here for you. So with that being said, if you see other things to talk about, for the love of God, please do. I don't care what it is, and it, even if it's nothing, that's great. But I would say if it can make it through the obstacle course, the American Ninja Warrior level obstacle course that is the current media, um, it's worth talking about. So do it. We don't have anything else to do. Do you see anything else going on around here? No, nothing else to do. So hijack the narrative, kids. Make it your own party. So last week we talked about the um, the white gold hoops um, that I was giving away from Collectin, and I did all kinds of uh, all kinds of posts about it, and we have selected a winner here on no filter friday let me find my let me get on the gram here oh gosh my gram has been a wild ride this week a wild wild ride you're kidding how did this come up on my feed am i following her god i hope not um anyway <laughs> sidetrack sorry kids so the winner of the earrings is, 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 where did she go? Jackie Palumbo. I do not know this person. I think she's a, no, a new No Filter Friday person. But that, Jackie, is the winner of the collecting earrings. And that will close out um, the this week's current giveaway. I think we're going to do more giveaways over over time it seems to be like a fun thing to do and it's a good thing to do um 
during the week between No Filter Fridays. Why not have a giveaway? Because I've got so many companies with stuff. Let's do giveaways. They're a really good time. So that is enough No Filter Friday for one week. Next week, God only knows how much further down the zombie apocalypse rabbit hole we will be. And I'm not mad at it. We're just letting, we're letting things happen as they happen. And that is okay. That is okay to remove yourself and just sit back and watch things unfold. I'm okay with it. Hopefully you're okay with it too. So that is enough No Filter Friday. I will see you all next week. In the meantime, check out other shows on Public House Media, um, like Confessions of a Military Spouse and Disarming Disability and Choose to Rise. All lovely shows that do not talk about anything as dark or disgusting as mine does. So, you know, if you're in need of uplifting, by all means, leave me. Be driven into the arms of another podcast and check them out. Give them a, give them a, a review or a star or something. Leave them a comment and I will see you all next week for more No Filter Friday and God knows what else. <laughs> <laughs>